Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I was just doing some things around my house and I started thinking about uh, why people don't dream and don't dare to live out their dreams, the dreams that God's put inside of their heart. Um, you know, the thing that maybe since you were a young child, the thing that you had in your heart that you wanted to do, I started thinking to myself, why are people just going through life not living out that dream or not even attempting to go after that dream? And I realized something, and I'm calling this episode, I Dare You to Dream, because I think I, I personally think the reason why many people do not dare to go after their dreams is because of finances and because of the fear of the lack of finances. It's much more comfortable to stay in a you know set job, a set position. It's much more um, predictable to just have a nine to five kind of thing worked out. Um, or maybe even you're somebody that has your own business. Um, but the thing is, is that inside of yourself, you know, there's something else. There's something greater than this. I have a dream inside my heart. You know, and I, so I started asking myself, well, what, what is that? What does that stem from? If somebody has a dream inside their heart, but they're not willing to go after it, um, and it, if it's just because the fear of finances, well, what does the Bible have to say about that? Because if that's actually causing people to not step into the fullness of their calling, if it's the if it's actually just something um, that it's so simple as I'm just afraid that I'm not going to have enough because if I if I work you know with my own hands at this thing that I've already been doing, this comfortable thing that I've been doing, um, it's predictable and I can I can live with that. But God's challenging you to step out into your the fullness of your calling, into your dream, into the center of the will of God for your life. You know what? That that requires faith, and a lot of times you just have to step out onto the water without really um, seeing. You know what what's what's coming ahead. But God will say, "Hey, just put one foot in front of the other. Just just step out. Just step out." You know, and that's. Um, that's what I believe, you know, is is our calling is that we have to walk we have to walk by faith. Faith pleases God. So I want to give you a scripture. If you're somebody that you say, you know, I have a dream in my heart and you know, I haven't even thought about it in a long time or you know, it just seems way too big, you know, I just don't know how the finances would work out for this dream. I want to tell you what the Bible has to say about that. It says in 1 Corinthians 9 Verse seven, it says, what soldier has to pay his own expenses? What farmer plans a vineyard and doesn't have the right to eat some of its fruit? What shepherd cares for a flock and isn't allowed to drink some of the milk? So basically in another version, it says, what soldier goes to war at his own expense? You know, if you were in the, in the army and you show up for duty, you don't have to provide your own uniform. You don't have to provide your own weapon. You go and everything's taken care of. You know, if you're a, you know, and it kind of says the same thing in a different way. You know, if you're planting a vineyard, you know, you're going to reap some of that fruit. Like, it's not like you're going to plant something and seeds are going to pop up and you're going to say, oh, that's not for me. That's for somebody else. Um, you know, and, and if, if you're, if you are a shepherd and, and your, and your flock, you know, yields milk, you know, your sheep yield milk, you would, you know, you would be taken care of by that. So what I believe God is saying is you, 
when you go into what God's calling you to do, there's provision in that thing for you. It's not, um, it's not in something else. It's in the thing that God's called you to do. There, there'll be, they, there could be other avenues of provision that you could be in, but when you go into the fullness of your calling, it will always be greater. It will always be much, much greater because it's, it's the perfect will of God. It's exactly where you're supposed to be. So, you know, uh, if you listen to the episode called Heap's Testimony, um, then you heard, but I, I'd like to tell a little bit of that too, because, you know, if you know, if you've been following this podcast for a while, you know that we um, came out of a, a very well paying um, sales position at our company. And, um, you know, my husband did it for 12 years, was very good at it, trained up sales guys. Um, was leading a sales team. And, um, you know, God was using him in the ministry with that, you know, getting to minister to the guys, but he was not in full-time ministry. He was really working in the marketplace and always had a full-time ministry calling. But the thing is, is because he was making so much, um, you know, such good money and was able to, you know, say like, Hey, well, my life is funding the gospel. I'm getting to impact these people around me. It really would seem from the outside, like, you know, what's the problem? Like, this is a great life. Everything's good. But the thing is, is that the dream inside of his heart from when, when he was eight years old and it was a call to ministry. So there was something greater than just having a great job, making good money, getting to give to the church, getting to give to missionaries, getting to give to people because God had, um, something for him. And for me, once we got married, something for us to do together that was not in the marketplace, but that was in full-time ministry. And so we had to make a decision, you know, at the end of 2018, we had to make a decision that we were going to come out of the full-time job of our of the business that we were working for and then move into full-time ministry. And the Lord opened that door supernaturally, but we still had a choice to walk through it. Um, and so, you know, we had to say, are we willing to actually live our dream and not be afraid that there won't be provision in that place where God's actually leading us into? Because when you look at it on paper, it doesn't make sense to leave something like what we left and to go, you know, and to go into the full-time ministry. And and God isn't calling you to come and suffer and, 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 you know, live under a tree in, uh, you know, in Africa in the hot blazing sun and no leaves on the tree. And you just have to now suffer because you're, you're, you're a minister of the gospel. No, God calls you out of wherever you're at into wherever he has for you and where where he where he leads you, he provides for you. Wherever he wherever he you know leads his people, there's always provision. Even when it looks like, you know, when he led the, the Israelites into the desert, he provided the manna and the quail. There's always provision when you follow the plan of God, and it will come from the most outlandish, craziest places, the places that you least expect. And so um, I don't know how much of the testimony that my husband shared on the episode about heaps, but basically God challenged us at the beginning of this year to sow personally into ministers, into uh, three ministers' lives, sow a very significant seed into three different ministers. And that seed, obviously seed reproduces after its own kind. That seed has kept coming back to us, coming back to us, coming back to us. You can't stop what's happening because when you get when you sow like that, you enact something, the blessing just comes. That's the seed time and harvest time. You can't, uh, you know, you can't stop what you've already put in motion with that. Um, so we, so we've been receiving, receiving. And when, when we had 
um, so my husband had this thing in his heart that he wanted to get a truck because he even gave away his car somewhere at the beginning of this year as well and was like, you know, I'm believing God for a nicer car. You know, I've never really bought myself a nice car. Even when we were in, you know, in the business industry, he never bought himself a really nice car. Um, so he was like, you know, I'm believing for this, this, um, Jeep, it's like $50,000. I'm really excited. And the Lord's going to pay for it. So, um, and he actually, people just started coming up to him and giving him checks and saying, Hey, this is for your new car. And he wasn't even thinking about a car. So he's like, I guess the Lord's trying to buy me a car. So then he picked out the car he wanted and it just kept coming like that in, in heaps and heaps and heaps, like literally just 5,000, 10,000, whatever, um, different, different, you know, you know, things. And then God even gave us, uh, gave him this idea, this, uh, online thing that he was doing that also, you know, brought in some, some money, some increase. And, uh, you know, we've been praying God, you know, give us multiple streams of income, nothing that takes away from what we're doing in the ministry. Cause that's where our main focus is, but just things that can like residually, um, you know, in the background, just start, you know, blessing us so that we can be a greater blessing. And so when we got about half of the money together for this car, um, he felt like he just wanted to give it, like give the biggest check he's ever given before. And so um, so he wrote that check out with $25,000 check, which, I mean, if you, if you know what on paper, what we make, that's, you know, it's, it's a ridiculous amount that we were able to give, but only by the grace of God and only because the Lord was increasing us. And even from, you know, what we were making at one time in our life, we had never gave a one-time offering as big as this. So, I mean, that alone blows my mind. So then we give that, it looks like we've given away, you know, our blessing that the Lord was bringing with this truck, but it did not stop. The blessing did not stop. It just kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. Um, until this last week, and then we finally hit where we're ready to go get the truck. And the Lord, I mean, we walked into a, a, a car dealership, and they're like, "Are you ready to go do the financing?" Nope, we're not financing. We're just paying cash for this. And um, and that's a testimony to the faithfulness of God. When you step into the fullness of God's purpose for your life, that dream that God has on and put on the inside of you, when you step into that, there is provision in that place. You will not go without. You will not go into the calling of God and then go without. Um, if it's truly where God has you, there's provision there. That that's. That's a 100% guaranteed fact. There's provision. And even if it looks like when you're heading toward that dream, you don't see the provision yet, but you know what? God is bringing you into that place and the provision is just, it's coming up. It's coming up from 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 where you have no idea. <laughs> and you'll, you'll never, you can write 10 ways how you think the provision is going to come and it will be none of those. But God will bring provision into your life when you step into that dream, into that calling that he has for you. So I want to encourage you, dare to dream, dare to go after the dream that God's put in your heart. You know, if God's anointed you for something, if God's anointed you for ministry, you better you better go after that with your whole heart. And it's not going to be something you have to strive for. Um, there'll be an ease and a flow to it, but you study to show yourself approved. So you put the word of God in your heart, you cultivate the gift on the inside of you, and then God will promote you. So Whatever it is that God has for you, I want to dare you to dream. I want to dare you to go after that dream. And uh, and I believe that, you know, if there's anything, 
that that would that if there's anything that's going to hold you back, it's not going to be the finances because God is going to bless you. He is Jehovah Jireh. He's the God of more than enough. And uh, wherever he leads you, he provides for you. So you will never lack. You will never have to worry. And there's so many scriptures that, that, you know, go with that. Even Psalm 23, you can, you could, I mean, you could find a million places in the Bible where God, when he leads his people, he provides for his people. So you know, I believe that God has something so special for you to do, um, for each and every single person listening, but for you specifically, there is an assignment on your life. God has something for you to do, no matter how young, no matter how old you are. And, uh, in that, in that thing that he has for you to do, there is provision. There's exactly what you need and more, because I'll tell you right now, we've never felt more blessed than we feel right now in, in the full-time ministry and what we're doing. We, we, on paper, it makes no sense, <laughs> but I mean, you can't add it up. It doesn't even make sense. But when you follow the plan of God, that's where the real blessing is. You may think that you've seen the real blessing, but I'm telling you, it's greater than you can ever imagine. It's amazing. So we love you. Jesus loves you. Thank you so much for listening. If this encouraged you, send it to somebody. 